At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, per usual, right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. And tonight, we got Beeson's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum, will be joining us with the market report, see where the biggest line movements have occurred throughout the NBA slate and Major League Baseball for this Thursday evening. And after Josh, we'll get into some of my plays for tonight and an early one for an NBA game tomorrow. Then we'll also go over some of the baseball slate, a play I got on the diamond. We had a nice winner last night with the Twins. Unfortunate for our NBA bet, but looking to bounce back. And, man, that was a crazy night. Of course, we'll get into that in just a second. But uh, JBT, he'll be joining us. Vincent, senior NBA analyst, will also dive further into that and look at the matchup with the Nets and the Bucks tonight. Can it go back to Brooklyn, or do the Nets get the job done this evening? The line is moving in favor of Milwaukee, but we'll see what JVT's thoughts were. Adam Stanko thinks the Nets are getting the job done. He nailed that game last night perfectly, so shout-out to Adam with the Sixers and the Hawks. Did a great job handicapping it. We'll see if it comes to fruition with his analysis on the Nets and the Bucks as well. So plenty of NBA coverage coming your way, and since we haven't done it in a while, 
Let's kind of just update some of these finals MVP odds courtesy of Bet Rivers, see how they correlate with the team's respective odds to win the championship and if any are worth the value play still. Now, I know it's obviously altered every single time we talk about it. A guy like Chris Paul we talked about a couple weeks ago. He was as high as 25-1. to 1. Now, if you look at the list, you can get Chris Paul at 7-1, to 1, and naturally that's going to be the way it goes. Durant still the short shot. You could have got him when they were down in this series. He got as high as 3-1 to one to win finals MVP. But Kevin Durant plus 175. And you can get Brooklyn plus 150 to win the championship. Now, let's be honest. If the Nets are going to win the championship, it's going to be because of Kevin Durant. And what he did in that previous game, you know, that almost solidifies. And I know it goes based on the series and not the whole playoffs per se. But if the Nets win the championship, it's going to be because of the Slim Reaper. So Kevin Durant plus 175, you might as well take over Brooklyn, in my opinion, plus 150 to win the championship, if that's the route you want to take. Devin Booker is the next short shot, 5-1. to one. Giannis is 7-1. to one. The Bucks are also 7-1 to one to win the championship, so you might as well have a little bit more security and take the Bucks 7-1 to one to win the championship if you want to dabble in Giannis to win finals MVP. Then the aforementioned Chris Paul, he is at 7-1. to one. Always a good option. Still think that's the better play as opposed to Devin Booker. Donovan Mitchell, 8-1. to one. Seemed like Mitchell could be the guy to do it these past couple games, but last night, you know, you saw that injury being kind of a big deal, and it's, you know, it's lingered throughout this postseason. He missed game one in the opening series, but he still found a way to dominate, but it was pretty evident that it was affecting him negatively last night, and we'll see if they can even get past the Clippers now with Los Angeles getting all the momentum going back to L.A., Paul George, who had himself a great game, shutting up the haters for a night. Paul George, 10-1 to to win finals MVP. However, you could also just take the Clippers, 10-1 to to win the championship. Then Joel Embiid and those Sixers blowing a 27-point lead. Unbelievable. Don't even get me started. But nevertheless, Joel Embiid, 12-1 to to win finals MVP. James Harden, 25-1. to How about Trey Young, 25-1? to If you think Atlanta can somehow in some crazy sense, find themselves in the championship. It's not that they haven't played well enough to do so, but the thought of Atlanta actually being in a finals just seems ludicrous. But regardless, Trey Young is 25-1, to 1, and Rudy Gobert you can get at 30-1 to 1 to win finals MVP. So again, kind of the guys that I've pointed out and would maybe consider, if anything, at this point would be Kevin Durant plus 175 instead of betting the Nets plus 150. That's more so of a discrepancy bet that you might as well get a little bit better value. I'm personally not going to touch either or. And this Bucks team with Giannis at 7-1, that seems like it would be the right option. But at that point, you just take Milwaukee 7-1 to win the championship. Chris Paul, I still think, is a top contender at 7-1. to one. You know, certainly the value is way gone as of this point, but the further and further you wait to pull the trigger, it's going to get shorter and shorter if the Suns continue to advance. But Chris Paul, I still think, has the most legitimate chance. And, you know, as fun as it would be to say Joel Embiid, you just can't trust the Sixers team right now. You saw what happened last night. Now they're going on the road against Atlanta, who's got all the momentum in the world. So that probably eliminates Joel Embiid. And Trey Young, I, I wouldn't disagree with you if you said, hey, look at this value with Trey Young, 25 to 1. Again, still, it would blow my mind if they got to the finals and even if they came close to winning it, but some solid value with Trey Young at 25 to 1. So that's kind of how the market's shifting out right now with finals MVP odds. A little bit of discrepancy, really, only with the Nets and Kevin Durant, just because if you assume some of those star players are coming back. But the best route to take, probably Kevin Durant at plus 175. 
Once again, welcome into the show. It is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday evening. We are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Josh Applebaum, VEASAN's betting reporter, he'll be joining us. We're talking tonight's basketball game with the Nets and the Bucks, plus plenty of baseball coming your way as well. A few games that Josh is going to give us some of the biggest line movements on for tonight's slate on the diamond and you know i got to play in baseball so we'll be sure to revisit that and then we got to play for tomorrow's basketball game as well as a prop tonight and vsin senior nba analyst jonathan von tobel will share all his analysis on the nba toward the end of the show in about 20 or excuse me about 35 to 40 minutes here on rush hour but again we were going over some of these nba finals mvp odds let's kind of preview the game tonight that could feature some of those potential candidates Four finals MVP, and in Milwaukee, the Bucks up to a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Even saw them get up to six in some spots, but in terms of the money line, Milwaukee minus 205, Brooklyn plus 170 on the buyback. This total at 220-and-a-half. Total really hasn't swayed one way too much compared to the other since the opener. It did open at 220-and-a-half with the spread, naturally. We saw some movement there, three-and-a-half up to minus five-and-a-half, like we mentioned. Series price still has Nets as the big favorite, minus 265. The Bucks plus 210. Not that many strong thoughts in terms of who's just going to come out on top in this game because, you know, for me, Milwaukee seems like the right side, right? But, you know, in terms of a betting angle, I don't want to lay the 5.5. You missed the best number. Minus 205, a little bit too high. And as Adam Stanko kind of mentioned yesterday, you know, that loss after having the double-digit lead against a banged-up, beaten-down Brooklyn team, maybe that takes a toll on them mentally. And a big contributor here for me is what can you expect or what can you maybe get out of James Harden? If he can get you 15-plus points or so, I think that should be enough to get Brooklyn a great chance and a great opportunity to win this game. Having to ask Kevin Durant once again to put up that incredible stat line and play from behind potentially on the road I don't think that's going to be another victory if that's going to be the case because, again, asking a guy like Jeff Green to maybe be your top guy or your second top guy, you know, seldom is that going to happen, and, you know, you can't rely on that. So the Bucks seem like the right side that they come out on top here, but it won't surprise me if Brooklyn finds a way to win. Again, I think the biggest piece here is what's going to happen with James Harden. Can he produce enough? And then if Giannis is on KD, you know, is that going to eliminate Giannis in a sense? Or maybe will KD still find a way to contribute with Giannis being on him? I mean, that's going to be a very interesting storyline is if Giannis is going to be matched up on Kevin Durant. So a lot of things that we don't know what's going to happen. That's why in-game could always be a good route to take for that matchup. But let's see more so how this line has moved with Beeson's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum, does a great job with his Market Insights podcast covering every single sport, especially tonight with the NBA. Josh, we appreciate you joining us as always. So Nets and Bucks, my man, Milwaukee open three and a half, now up to five and a half. What are you thinking goes down tonight between these two squads? Danny, happy Thursday. Great to be with you once again on Rush Hour. And really, this is a really interesting game for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's setting up for a really contrarian opportunity if you want to buy low and back the Bucks in this one. Remember, the Nets lead the series 3-2. to two. They're coming off that 114-108 win. Uh, they're a plus-one dog. Remember, Danny, that line went really, really down big there. You know, at one point it was, uh, you know, like the Bucks minus four-and-a-half got all the way down to one. Uh, we saw Kevin Durant absolutely put the team on his back. But really what we're looking at here, Danny, uh, this has been a big move here toward the Milwaukee Bucks. As you mentioned, a lot of these books open – three and a half, immediately get hit up, get all the way to five and a half, even touch six. Now you did see some buyback here on the nets at plus six, plus five and a half. Some of these books are down to five. 
I'm looking at if any of these books at minus five, they're still minus 115 telling you if you're at a five, I think you're getting buyback now on the bucks, bringing it back to five and a half. But Danny, what this shapes up to me as is a really faith, a, a great fade the trendy dog opportunity because uh, if you look at it on the surface, you say, hey, Durant put the team on his back. How do I not take five and a half points with the Nets? It looks like a layup. It looks like the easiest bet you'll ever make. However, when you bet sports long enough, you realize that those ones that look so easy, oftentimes uh, if there's something you know fishy behind it, usually there is. So I'm looking at the at the Bucks here, Danny. You know, one thing that jumped out to me, our friends at BetMGM, their numbers, basically the action that they're taking in, only about 40% of bets are taking the Bucks, but it accounts for about 60% of the money. So I always love a, a a low bets, higher dollars ticket split where the public is all over the Nets yet. All movement has been toward the Bucks in this one. Uh, you have seen favorites with a line move in the NBA playoffs do very well, 25 and 15 ATS covering 63% of the time. You also look at the Bucks, a contrarian home favorite off a loss. That's been a buy low opportunity historically in the playoffs. Also home favorites in general covering 58% of the time here in the in the postseason. Uh, if you're worried about maybe a collapse here, which is what we have seen, if you've been holding these these Bucks ticket, especially last game. The Bucks are minus three and a half in the first half. So uh, if you're thinking maybe they get up big and maybe you see a kind of a comeback there late, kind of what we've seen in the last game, you could look at that first half bet, target that number. And then Danny, the interesting thing with the total, uh, pretty much all day, it looked like there was a lot of under money. You know, at one point, this thing opened around 220 and a half, got down to around 220. We're starting to see it tick up a bit here late, uh, coming kind of back to the opener. But you have seen uh, historically game six, game seven in the NBA playoffs, you get to a point where, your legs are tired. You've been in these wars, these battles uh, for uh, you know over a week now. And a lot of times late in the series, especially game sevens, but game six is kind of like a mini example of these late series unders that a lot of pros like to target. The under is 4-0-1 this, uh, this series. So Danny, a lot, this is kind of like a hold your nose hazmat, looks gross, looks disgusting. But to me, all liability movement has been toward the Bucks. And if it seems so easy to take the points with the Nets, Hey, they may win, they may cover, uh, but why hasn't this line gotten back down to five, four and a half, four? It's been all liability toward the Bucks. Tells me the books are more concerned with the respected money laying it with the Bucks, not the you know recreational bets that are grabbing the uh, the points there with the Nets. Yeah, Josh, and you mentioned this total at 220 and a half. In some spots that I looked, it seemed it opened at that point, and now that's where we're seeing it at Bat Rivers, kind of like what you mentioned. And so not as big a movement as we've seen in other games with the total. How do you kind of look to assess that if you, you know, you get a steady total that really hasn't seen too much movement? Do you kind of assume that maybe more sharper money tends to go toward the under? Because, you know, the public, especially in the playoffs, as you mentioned, you know, typically are going to bet over. So not that you have to bet it, but if you're leading one way because of where the sharper money may be heading with kind of a stagnant total, do you think that that's typically more so on the underside of things? I think so, Danny. It's a great point by you because, remember, nine times out of ten, the public's going to go over. Why? If you're out with your friends, you're going to the book, you're having some fun, you really want to sweat it over. It's much more fun, as we all know, Danny, to root for points instead of kind of being that that buzzkill with your friends, rooting for an under, hoping for you know shot clock violations and you know turnovers and bricks. Uh, so you have that public bias. So you are right. And if you look at BetMGM, uh, about half the tickets are split down the middle over under, but the under accounts for almost 65% of the money. So that does kind of tell you that the under is taking in some respected money here. My only concern with this under, Danny, even though you have this good late series under trend is just are we are we buying into a low number that has been over adjusted because remember throughout this series this total has dropped precipitously first one was two 240 uh then you had a 235 228 222 this thing is dropped drop dropped we were expecting a lot of overs this series we've seen a lot of unders my only concern would be have the books adjust this so low that if you're betting the under now you're kind of getting the lowest 
uh, number possible here, which uh, if you think about it the other way, might create an opportunity to buy low and go over. So that's the one thing that I would be a little cautious about if you want to take this under. No doubt about it. Great look at tonight's NBA action. Josh, let's flip the script and talk some baseball. How about the White Sox and the Astros? This is going to be a fun one this evening. 7-10 Central Time first pitch is when it's scheduled. Currently at Bet Rivers, Chicago plus 110 is the road dog. Houston about minus 132 is what they're laying. This total, we're seeing nine, slightly shaded to the under. What has the market movement been telling you for this matchup? Yeah, Danny, I think your uh, your crowd over there is going to be maybe a little bit happy about this one because I think the White Sox are in a position that they're really not ever in as a contrarian road dog with a reverse line move. The best team in baseball. Remember, they're 43-25. and 25. Tony La Russa has really turned that thing around. They have the best record in all of MLB. They just took two or three from Tampa. Now, Houston's played well also, 39-28, and 28, and they just swept Texas. But I like about this one, Danny. Public is all over Houston, the Astros at home. Uh, yet, the Astros open at a lot of shops around minus 130, minus 135. They've been bet down a lot of shops around minus 125-ish. So you're seeing this movement toward the Chicago White Sox. They're in that rare position, again, of being a good team, getting plus money. Um, you also have a, a sweet spot play here. Uh, dogs plus 140 or less have done very well so far this season. Dogs off a win have been profitable as well. Uh, Dylan Cease, uh, in his last 10 starts, the White Sox are 8-2 and two in those starts. And you also look at kind of injuries here, Danny. Uh, Alex Bregman out with a quad. So that's one of their best hitters. That's not going to be in that lineup for Houston. And uh, Yohan Moncada, you know, he could be back tonight. Last I checked, uh, he is active. So he's back in the lineup. So injury-wise, favor the White Sox. And I just think with this line movement towards Chicago, again, it's very rare a positional play, a sharp play, where you get the best team in baseball getting plus money with a line move in their favor. You also have a, a road dog with a high total. A lot of boxes to check off if you want to sweat the Chai Sox here. All right, Josh, let's move on to the Padres and the Reds. Talk about a big line movement. Looks like a lot of people are trusting Joe Musgrove as opposed to Wade Miley tonight. Padres up to minus 190. Wow, how about that for San Diego? Who Look, they just got swept by the Rockies, but if there's a team that can bounce back, certainly could be San Diego. The Reds on the other side. They've been on a hot streak, Josh. They're catching plus 160. Total at 7.5. Do you believe this could be a bounce back spot for San Diego? I think it could, Danny. I know we're talking different sports here, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of this Nets-Bucks game because uh, how do you not take the plus money here with the Cincinnati Reds? They're playing great, 35-31. and 31. Uh, They just swept Milwaukee. They're 11-2 and two in their last 13, and you're getting a huge payout, you know, plus 160. How do you not take Cincinnati here? However, anytime I see a fishy line that doesn't make sense, to me it tells me wise guys across the market who have the respect of the books, they see an edge here with San Diego. And the other thing I like is San Diego – Typically, they're going to get, you know, seven, eight, nine out of 10 bets is a very popular play. I think the public's a little skittish on San Diego. They're two and nine in their last 11. They just got swept by Colorado. It's kind of the ultimate buy low on San Diego, sell high on the Reds. Uh, you also get the matchup, you know, Miley against Musgrove. You have seen this total seven. It did take up seven and a half. So maybe you do have some over money coming in here. But Danny, this play with the Padres opening minus 160-ish all the way up to minus 180-ish. You're seeing this big move towards San Diego, and we have seen non-division home favorites do very well, 62% so far this season. That means you don't have to worry about kind of that divisional dog edge that benefits the dog. Uh, lack of familiarity benefits that home favorite in these situations. Also, steam 10 cents or more on a non-division home team, 64% this year. And San Diego's been pretty good at home, 21 and 14 at home. Also covering numbers and winning as a favorite, 32 and 22. So it looks fishy. How do you not take plus money with a red hot Reds team? No pun intended, Danny. But this line's going to San Diego. It tells me some respect to money's on the pods tonight.
All right, so we're taking a look at the Padres out in California. Let's go to Colorado at Coors Field where the Rockies taking on the Milwaukee Brewers, and it's not going to be an easy matchup. Woodruff taking the bump for Milwaukee, who's been outstanding this year, and you're getting Marquez pitching for the Rockies, who, you know, typically you, you don't feel too confident in him, right? But, you know, it's tough because he's pitched at Coors Field, so that's not favorable to the pitchers, but he's actually pitched better at home this season as opposed to on the road. The Rockies catching plus 138 as a home dog. Milwaukee, Josh's lane, minus 162. Total we're seeing at 10. Could this be a spot for the home dog, potentially? I think it could, Danny. You set that thing up perfectly. I think if you're looking to make one, what I call a hazmat play, a gross play, you got to put on that hazmat suit because it's radioactive and it looks gross. Uh, Danny, I think it's the, the Colorado Rockies tonight because on the surface, you look at Woodruff. Woodruff has been fantastic, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Updated numbers now, 5-2, and 1.52 ERA. And again, as you mentioned, Marquez, you know, his numbers don't look great, but he's been pretty decent in his career, even though he's pitched at the high altitude. But Danny, what I like about this one is Milwaukee open around minus 165, minus 170. Even though they're the really popular play, this is the most lopsided play of the night. We're saying, hey, lay with the Brewers, much better record. 38 and 30, but they just got swept by the Reds. And believe it or not, Colorado, they just swept San Diego. Uh, even though you have all this betting Milwaukee, this line has dipped uh, across the market. Milwaukee's down to around minus 150 at a lot of these shops. This would be that um, system that I like, uh, dog high total. Again, if you're on a favorite, you want that low total. Fewer amount of expected run scored, more likely coming from the better team. If you're on a dog, you want a higher total. Uh, and a higher total is like nine or more, Danny, because more variance, more upset opportunities come with more run scored. So when you have steam 10 cents or more on a home dog, it's 24 and 21 this year. And if you're if you're in the green or if you're above 500 on a dog system, that means you're doing very well because you're getting these plus money payouts. It's about 20% ROI. Here's the other thing, Danny. The Rockies are an auto fade on the road, almost like the uh, not quite to the level of the Arizona Diamondbacks who lost their 23rd in a row today. But on the road, they're only 5 and 27. Believe it or not, Danny, the Colorado Rockies at home, 23 and 14. You wouldn't expect that, but they've done pretty well here, almost always getting plus money at home and cashing for uh, for a lot of wise guy betters who want to buy low on the Rockies. Yeah, and I think that's a great point that you mentioned that we haven't necessarily hit on in the past, or at least I'm sure you mentioned it in passing, but you know didn't really focus on. But when you get a high total, that usually favors the dog because it could be more of a crapshoot, right? You're expecting a lot of runs to be produced as opposed to a shorter total. That favors the favorite team, assuming that, you know, it could be more of a pitching duel and you go with that favorite squad. So very important to note out, and you do such a great job with that on your podcast. Again, the Market Insights podcast where you can catch Josh throughout the week handicapping every single sport with the biggest line movements. Josh, we appreciate your time, my man. Thanks, as always, for the analysis, and good luck with all those bets tonight. Danny, always a pleasure. Good luck tonight, brother. At Josh underscore insights. You can follow him along on Twitter. Keeps you updated with all of those games. And again, the Market Insights podcast available. You can go to vsin.com slash podcast. And he's on the Lombardi line, betting across America and much more, giving you all the movements with those lines throughout the whole landscape of sports betting. But again, you know, kind of just revisiting the basketball game. We're going to we're going to touch on it still with JVTV and senior NBA analyst and you know, this line movement has gone in favor of Milwaukee, three and a half up to five and a half. Money line, they're minus 205. And this total at 220 and a half, you haven't seen too much movement, but Josh kind of making an important you know, thing. Notice that when you get deeper into these series, you are going to get more rusty players, tired, you know, leery. And, you know, 220 and a half, it has adjusted a lot, been dropping down because you're expecting higher scoring. But, you know, with the limited scoring opportunities for Brooklyn, maybe the under is the move in this spot. I'm not going to be touching it personally with this total, but 
you know, we have a playing prop shelf, and we'll get to that next because I think that's a little bit better out than trusting either of these teams right now that keep going back and forth, and you really just don't know what you're going to get out of either or. So I'll let you know what that is next. And we still got to play in baseball. We kind of touched on one of those games with Josh. I'll let you know my angle I'm seeking out. We're going to take a sneak peek to tomorrow's game as well. I got to play regarding totals, which we were just mentioning. So we'll let you know all of that next right here on Rush Hour on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Get 
the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Get daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts. Check it out. BetRivers.com. Right back at it here on Rush Hour, all on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We thank you for joining us. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live just outside of the Windy City in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. The book is getting packed up. Watching the Cubs game right now, Javi Baez went deep right into the apple in center field, so the Cubs up 2-0 over the Mets. We got more baseball to get to next segment. I got to play in one of the matchups. We already kind of touched on with VEASAN's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum. But we'll kind of take a look at that and a couple other. Uh, aside from that, though, let's get into some other plays I have tonight. Let's revisit the Bucks and the Nets game. Again, this line moved in favor of Milwaukee. Three and a half, up now to five and a half. Their minus 205 is Milwaukee on the money line. Brooklyn catching plus 170 on the buyback. Total at 220 and a half. Have, hasn't really nudged one way or the other since the opener. But nothing that I like with the spread or the total. So you know which way I'm going to go. I looked at the props for this game and honestly was searching high and low and didn't really like any of them. So, you know, kept looking, kept looking, trying to find the best angle. And I think I did with Giannis Antetokounmpo, points, rebounds, and assists. 52.5 is what it's listed at. Over under was minus 113 each way. I think it's kind of gravitating a little bit more toward the under as of late. And that's the direction I went, folks. I went under 52.5 points, rebounds, and assists with Giannis. Look, in this series, he's averaging just under 31 points per contest, racking up 12 boards and 3.4 assists per game. However, he's been held under 52.5 points, rebounds, and assists in five out of five games this series. And not only that, nine out of nine games this entire postseason. I think an important factor you also have to consider, Giannis hasn't really been matched up with Kevin Durant, right? And the criticism was, hey, why isn't your star player, who's an absolute stud defensively, guarding the best guy on the other team offensively in Kevin Durant? Well, if that's going to be the case, Giannis is going to be kind of forced out of the paint because Kevin Durant, a majority of his shots coming from mid-range, then from three-point range, and then at the rim. Seldom does he go to the rim, so mid-range and three-point is where Kevin Durant takes the majority of his shots. So if you take Giannis kind of away from the rim, that will probably, you would think, maybe limit some of the rebounds he could snag on the defensive side. And the most assists he's gotten in this series has only been four. And in an elimination game, potentially, you're going to imagine he's going to want to do even more things himself. So, you know, kind of just factoring that all in together, I think the under 52.5 is the play. It's still kind of just adjusted higher because it's Giannis. And in an elimination game, I guess you're assuming that his, uh, his stats are going to be stuffed even more. But, again, the closest he's gotten to this mark was last game where he got 50 altogether, 34 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. But I think he stays under it again. Let's hope that trend continues and going with under 52.5. Points, rebounds, and assists for Giannis Antetokounmpo tonight against the Nets. Now, let's keep it in the NBA, but let's look forward to the matchup tomorrow with the Jazz and the Clippers. Utah opened up as a two-point favorite in this spot. That's where they remain. They're also minus 129 on the money line, plus 107 for Los Angeles. Total at about 219.5, and, and the total's where I'm itching to play because this one opened at 218.5. Some spots he had 219. And again, now you're seeing 219 and a half at Bet Rivers. I actually played over 219 for this game. So, you know, every game in the series has gone over this mark thus far. And if you look at just how these teams have done in the postseason compared to the regular season, 
the Utah's defense in this postseason allowing 120 points per 100 possessions compared to 107 and a half during the regular season. Offensively for the Jazz, they have 121 points per possession compared to 119 during the regular season. So that's increased offensively, and their defense has gotten worse in the postseason thus far. Okay, well, let's take a look at the Clippers. Defensively this postseason, they're allowing 116 points per 100 possessions. That's compared to 112 during the regular season. And offensively, the Clippers racking up 122.6 points per 100 possessions compared to 118.6 points per possession during the regular season. So all the numbers have been going up. You've been seeing the total go over in every single game, and I know it's easy just to ride that hot trend, and maybe they're due for the under, but the movement has been going that way, and I think once we get closer to the game, you could probably see this sniff, the 220, 220 and a half range. So I played over 219, would still look over 219 and a half, and not, or I was going to say, kind of hard not to look the way of Los Angeles, especially because you're a little bit suspect of what Donovan Mitchell's health is going to be. I mean, he's still throwing himself out there and having solid games, kind of barring the last one, but hey, Clippers looking nice, Paul George looking nice, and that total over 219 looking nice as well. So we're riding that as well as Giannis under 52.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Best of luck, as always, if you tell. Got one more playing baseball. Stick around. We'll tell you what that is next. It's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VEASAN gear. We've got hats, shirts, and mugs with the VEASAN logo. More fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about. Producer Rush Hour Jacob Roach reps that shirt once a week, so you can be just like him. Check it out at the VEASAN store today at VSIN.com store. Find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. Again, VSIN.com store. Welcome back to it here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The show is Rush Hour. We're live out of the Bet River Sportsbook here in Des Plaines, Illinois. Getting you geared up for some NBA action tonight. Still to come, VEASAN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Sobel will give us his analysis, plays, and more on not only tonight's game, but the slate tomorrow and further down the road with some futures on the hardwood. But before we get to that, we gave you a couple plays in basketball last segment. Let's get you some action on the diamond. Now, we briefly touched on a few of these games with Josh Applebaum to start things off, but let's revisit one, and in particular with the Rockies and the Brewers, because I got to play in this game, and it's a little bit more of a unique one, but, you know, kind of just going over the general gist of it, as Josh alluded to, looks like some of the sharper money is going to Colorado, who we now see catching plus 138, Milwaukee minus 162. This total is 10, so remember Coors Field, hitter-friendly park, but it's tricky because you got Brandon Woodruff taking the bump for Milwaukee, who's been outstanding this season. 5-2, 1.52 ERA, 2.73 XFIP, and a whip of .72. Now, Marquez on the other side, you know, usually a tough guy to look at his stats with, but relatively, considering the team he's on, the field he plays at most, he's 4-6 with a 4.60 ERA. However, his XFIP 3.73, not too shabby, and a whip of 1.44. Now, the angle I was kind of considering was, well, you know, 10 is still high, but you are at Coors Field. Maybe look at the under. 
I, I don't really trust the bullpen for Colorado, and even getting that many innings, you know, it's still tough to assume a game can go under. It's always tough to bet that at Coors Field. But the angle that I kind of seeked was, well, what about the first five? And can we go under in that direction? And then what about first three? And first three is the option that I elected to go with. So I went with the first three under three and a half runs in this game. I laid about minus 145, so a little bit of juice. But I think it's a solid angle here because consider this. I mean, the Brewers have been atrocious offensively. This whole season, they rank dead last against righties OPS-wise, 650. Rockies, 664 OPS, 26 in the big league. So both of these offenses, you know, relative or just even the whole year in summation have not been great. And Marquez has pitched better at home this season, oddly enough. He's got a 3.99 ERA as opposed to a 5.74 on the road. His ex-fip at home, 3.54 on the road, 4.09. And if you look at the over-under for first three innings at three and a half, He's had six unders out of nine games overall. The first five is at about five and a half at most shops, and he's hit more overs and unders, so that's also another reason I didn't want to go with the first five because you have to rely on Marquez for five full innings to get the, or to hold under this mark, and that could get a little bit dicey. So again, went with the first three, under three and a half, and you know how great Woodruff has been, so you're assuming that he can be dominant. All 13 starts, he has stayed under the total of three and a half in the first three innings except for one. So 12 out of 13 starts, he has held opponents under three and a half for the first three innings. I think the same happens tonight. Again, that's the angle I went with. First three innings, under three and a half runs at minus 145. Might have to do a little searching to find that, but that's the angle I played. If you can't find it, still consider the first five under because Woodruff has stayed under that mark in every single start thus far. So hopefully runs aren't coming to plenty in this matchup, and it's lower scoring, at least in the first three innings, because that's a bet we're rolling with in Colorado with the Rockies and the Brewers. But then let's get you teed up with this matchup with the White Sox and the Astros. How about Dylan Cease going on the mound for the White Sox, 5-2 and two this season with a 3.38 ERA, 4.04 xFIP, and a 1.28 whip. Your Keedy on the other side for the Astros, 4-3, 3.77 and ERA, 4.25 xFIP, and a 1.03 whip. The White Sox in the spot, they beat the Rays last night, 8-7 and 10, won the, uh, the night prior as well against the Rays. The Astros, they beat the Rangers last night 8-4. They find themselves on a three-game winning streak. As Josh Applebaum kind of alluded to, the White Sox getting a little bit more love on the market. Open plus 120. Now they're at plus 110. You're seeing Houston Lane minus 132. Total at about nine. Not that strong of thoughts here for me on this one. I, I could kind of understand the love for the White Sox right now and how the value would be there. It's just, you know, they find themselves in these tough situations sometimes where you think they could have an advantage or keep it close, and then they kind of let you down, and their bullpen is still kind of shaky aside from Hendricks. So that's what you got to trust here with the White Sox. Can they get you the full nine innings here? Can Cease be reliable enough? I'm kind of waiting for Cease to have a bad uh, performance, or if not, maybe he's just consistently solid this season. So, again, this one I'm not really going to touch, but uh, I probably lean a little bit more toward Houston wouldn't want to lay the minus 132. Maybe look over nine slightly. That would be a little bit of a suggestion I would have with the total. But again, I think there's better opportunities out there tonight. But should still be a fun game. So we'll see how that one goes down in Houston. Again, sharper moving, if you're curious, is going toward the White Sox. According to Visa's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum. And then speaking of sharp movement, what about this matchup in San Diego with the Padres and the Reds? Big movement towards San Diego, minus 157 up to minus 190. Cincinnati on a hot streak right now. They just swept the Brewers, and they've won six in a row. Despite that, they're catching plus 160 at Bet Rivers. 
This total at about seven and a half. It did open seven, so it's ticked up a half run. Musgrove taking the mound for San Diego. He's been solid this season. Record is four and six, but looking deeper than that, he's 2.50 with his ERA, 2.70 with his XFIP, and a .83 whip. Great numbers for Musgrove. The Southpaw, Wade Miley on the other side, six and four with a 2.92 ERA, 3.47 XFIP, and a 1.12 whip. Reds have been hot. Padres just got swept in three games by the Rockies, so could be a great bounce-back spot for San Diego here, and, and I would tend to believe that, and I do think the Padres probably get the job done here. Of course, you know that I'm not going to want to lay the minus 190 with San Diego, so you could always look at the run line there. Plus 118 is the value you're getting, and if you want to take the run and a half with Cincinnati, you're actually laying minus 143, but the Padres on the run line could be a good look here. The Reds' bullpen still pretty shaky this season, and the Padres have the top one in Major League Baseball. So San Diego on the run line could be a solid look. And if even if you don't want to do that, you could always just lay a run for a little bit more security. You're laying minus 127. At that point, personally, I'd probably just go with the run line for some plus value. But do you think San Diego gets the job done tonight against Cincinnati? But again, the only play we did have in baseball tonight, hoping for a lower-scoring affair at Coors Field, with the Rockies taking on the Brewers. First three innings, under three and a half runs, minus 145. Shop around, try to find that if you can. Brewers are terrible hitting this whole season. And they got one of their aces in Woodruff on the mound. Despite the hitter-friendly park, Marquez has been good there too. So hopefully runs are not coming in too heavy at Coors Field tonight. But we'll switch it back up. Let's go to the NBA, talk tonight's playoff game and tomorrow's slate. Jonathan Von Tobel, VEASAN Senior NBA Analyst, will give us his thoughts not only on all that. Let's take a look at some of the futures as well. Series prices, maybe NBA Finals MVP. Much more NBA betting info coming your way. Stick around as we wrap up another edition of Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of all major sports, along with instant payouts and only one-time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Once again, daily hometown discounts. Check them all out. BetRivers.com. And the show is Rush Hour. And as always, we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Danny Burke. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Thursday evening. Plenty of betting action to get excited for tonight and more so in the NBA with the postseason in the thick of it. A big game tonight with Brooklyn and Milwaukee. The Bucks up to a five and a half point favorite, minus 205 on the money line, plus 170 on the other side for Brooklyn. Again, this total we're seeing about 220 and a half, and we haven't really touched on it as much, but if you're looking at the series price, the Nets minus 265, the Bucks are plus 210 currently. And, you know, if you're going to be looking about the Nets, obviously taking on a game-to-game basis as of this point instead of laying the minus 265. But that's where we're seeing this price right now. Bucks have some good value, plus 210. And then the series correct score, the Nets to win in six games, plus one, uh, 140, excuse me, plus 175 for them to win in seven. And then the Bucks to win in seven, plus 225. I'm sure those... Numbers have probably shifted a little bit because obviously, you know, if you think the Nets are going to win in six, then, well, you would just take the plus 170 for the better value on the money line. But those are what some of those series correct score prices are. Remember to kind of just pay attention to that because, as we've pointed out in the past, there have been some of those discrepancies. While it's virtually the same bet, it's just worded and formatted differently, but you can kind of sneak out a better price from time to time. So be sure to check that out at some of these books. But again, this one up to five and a half, a minus 205 in favor of Milwaukee. Vincent Senior NBA Analyst Jonathan Bontemps are going to be joining us in a few moments, but that's what we're looking at for that game. Really quick, I know we talked about Jazz and the Clippers, but what about the Sixers and the Hawks? Just to tee this up really quickly, it opened with Philly as a three-point favorite despite that just 
brutal, brutal, brutal second half performance that you saw from Philadelphia. And they still remain a three-point favorite. They're minus 155 on the money line, plus 130 on the other side for Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. This total open 225 and a half, down now to 221. This was so ch- tough because how can you trust Philly right now? I mean, the momentum completely in favor of Atlanta. Ben Simmons being virtually non-existent offensively is going to kill you. And you can't have just Seth Curry and Joel Embiid being your only offensive contributors in the second half. Where's Tobias Harris? He's got to step up. Where's literally anybody else? And now, again, the pendulum has swung toward Atlanta for the momentum. You're going at home for Atlanta. I don't see how you don't look at Atlanta the spot. And look, you know, I have... The bet for the Sixers to win the series after game one, there is good value. But now, not only that, you're getting them to win this the series at a way worse price, too. Plus 130. I mean, not a worse price, but, you know, in looking at the series price, plus 130, something to kind of note out. And JVT now along with us, and you can follow him on Twitter, at me, JVT. Uh, JVT, we'll get to that Sixers and Hawks game in just a second because I know everybody's geared up for the Nets and Bucks right now. So let's get your thoughts on that matchup. Milwaukee up to a five-and-a-half-point favorite, total at 220-and-a-half, my man. Uh, how are you playing this one tonight? Uh, so I took five-and-a-half with Brooklyn. And so just from a line perspective, right, it just it doesn't really make much sense. So, you know, let, let's walk through some of the numbers that we've seen in this series, right? You know, game three, Bucks are down 2 nothing. And they're a three and a half point favorite. They shouldn't have been. They should have been underdog. You know, I made the number about Brooklyn minus one. So the Nets cover that game, they lose. But what happens in game four? Nets open up as a one point favorite, probably where the number should have been, where the power rating should have been. But because of the O2 situation, going back home, you're going to pay a tax on that. So it's, I guess I guess it's understandable. But you know, we're at where we're at, right? So in that game, they lose Kyrie to injury. Obviously, they lose the game as well. So now we're back in Milwaukee. And yet, with James Harden on the floor, somehow since game four, the Nets have gotten six points worse, according to the market. Six and a half, right, if we're talking about a one-point spread in that game. That doesn't make much sense, right? Harden's there. Even if you think that James Harden isn't worth anything, is he a detriment to the Brooklyn Nets? Like, just this massive swing in terms of the power rating, it just it doesn't compute with me. So, in terms of, like, a number value, like, it's just, it's Nets are past. And so, I took five and a half here. And it's it's one of those. I said it yesterday when I took seven and a half and eight with the Clippers. It's it's the you cannot convince me that it's not the right side. Even with the result, it's not the right side. Right? It, it is the side to take here. So I took five and a half. Now speaking of James Harden, what kind of impact do you think he'll have tonight? Because you know was, they were they mentioned that he's not going to have a minutes restriction, and you know he played a decent amount in the last game, but only racked the five points. Do you think that he will be more of a contributor this game, or is he kind of still more of a decoy out there? If anything. Well, I mean, like, I would argue, like, was he really that much of a decoy in that game? I think he had, what, seven, eight assists? Like, he didn't offer much in terms of yeah. scoring, but there's two things that he offers, right? He's still a really good passer. Uh, he can still shoot, right, in terms of at least not being able to move. He can at least, if he's open, hit an open three-point shot. And the other part is, you know, he does. He's James Harden, right? He has a gravitational pull to him. If you are the Milwaukee Bucks, you cannot leave him alone. So even if he can't really move that much, and you should exploit him more defensively than you did in Game Five, like you on the offensive end, Brooklyn still benefits from his presence just because he's out there. And so I think even if he's not going to add to the stat sheet, it opens the floor for Joe Harris, it opens the floor for Jeffrey, and it opens the floor for Kevin Durant. And so him being out there is a massive benefit for Brooklyn, even if he can't attack off the bounce like he usually can. Okay, so looking toward the Nets right now, they're catching five and a half. I'm hoping for an outright win, my man. So I'll be rooting with you with Brooklyn. Didn't have anything but had a series price a while back with the number of games played. So I'll be rooting for Brooklyn and five and a half. 
Probably would have to take that, if anything. I'm kind of on the same side with you. We'll see how Giannis can do and bounce back potentially. And I guess, you know, before we move on really quick, JVT, with Giannis, I mean, do you imagine that he's going to be matched up more frequently with Kevin Durant in this game, considering everything that, you know, everybody was saying with all the criticism and whatnot? Will we see that matchup a lot in this game? I mean, the, the problem with criticizing Giannis for that, and like, yes, like, he should probably have more possessions defensively against him, Danny. But the problem is, like, so, like, what, let's look at what Kevin Durant did in that series, in that game, right? If you watch what he did, every possession down the floor, he would just bring Landry Shamit over the screen for him, and he would get Pat Connaughton switched onto him. Now, the Bucks can, you can argue that the Bucks should not stop switches easily, right? Anytime there's a matchup, like, you don't have to switch every single time. But they were doing that. And so, yes, is Milwaukee probably going to throw Giannis on Kevin Durant a little bit more? Sure. But at the same time, they're going to run Pat Connaughton's guy at them or any one of the weak links that they feel like they can exploit over to Kevin Durant's guy, and they're going to try to force Milwaukee to switch. So at the same time, while Giannis might get a couple more defensive possessions, you're probably still going to get those switches, and you're probably going to still get Kevin Durant matchup hunting out there. So you're still going to get a lot of those possessions where he does have a Pat Connaughton type on him. So I would say there's probably going to be an increase in defensive possessions, but at the same time, you're still going to get the Brooklyn Nets hunting mismatches, and you're probably going to still get a lot of possessions with KD on somebody not named Giannis. Yeah, makes sense. And once again, Brooklyn catching five and a half. You're interested in that total, 220 and a half, is where we're seeing it currently right now at Bat Rivers. JVT, let's look ahead to tomorrow, the Sixers and the Hawks. I know you had to have been frustrated with that performance by Philly yesterday. And despite it, look, they're three-point favorite on the road for this game. Total has dropped to 221. I, can you find any reason to bet Philly in this game, or have you lost all hope? Oh, no, I mean, so, look, there's a couple of things, right? Selfishly, I wasn't too worried because I also have Atlanta plus 460 to win this thing. So uh, I've set myself up in a position where I don't really care what happens. I'd rather the Philly 76ers win, but either way, you'll be fine. And Which, by the way, the side note is the benefit of series betting. You can always set yourself up to be in relatively positive positions. But, but as far as this game goes, like, look, the Philadelphia 76ers, for is it three, four straight games now, have had a double-digit lead at some point, right? You're talking about Game 2, in which they won by 16 points, Game 3, which they won by 16 points, and then, of course, the two-blown halftime lead that they had in the last two games. So it's not like there's nothing positive to look at with Philadelphia, right? It's just when this game slows down, Danny, your crunch time offense has not been good, one of the worst net ratings in the postseason in crunch time at this point right now. You have no dynamic pick-and-roll offense, but you do have matchups that you can exploit, and which they have been exploiting. You know, I was listening to you talk, Seth Curry and Joe Embiid, you know, and the Hawks don't have matchups for that, right? Trey Young, they're trying to hide him on Seth Curry. Seth Curry is running him through the gauntlet, fighting open threes and exploiting that. They still don't have anybody to match up with Joe Embiid. So now you're asking Tobias Harris, give me a little bit more in terms of your offense production, right? Ben Simmons, you know, everybody's blaming him, but at the same time, you don't need a ton. I just need you to hit a couple more free throws. So this is a little bit more on the half-court execution, on Doc with the rotation. But, like, you can't just give up on Philly. They have led by quite a bit in each of the last two games for a reason. They've just got to learn that in this half, in the second half, and in the fourth quarter when the game slows down, to run some sort of offense other than a Joel Embiid post-up or running Seth Curry through a whole bunch of off-ball strength. All right, JVT, then we got a minute left. Wanted to squeeze in this game because I know you've been high on the Clippers this whole postseason. They're catching two despite what happened last night. Total at 219.5. Does Los Angeles finish the job tomorrow night? So I don't know if they finish it, but I will say this. You know, I think, one, the market clearly overreacted to the absence of Kawhi Leonard. But we have to remember the matchups are a thing in the postseason. Yes, Kawhi Leonard's not there. 
But this, the Clippers figured something out in the two games in L.A. They did a great job with their defense. Switch all, play zone, don't allow attempts within 14 feet. You see the attempts for Washington, for the Utah Jazz, 34 and a half attempts within 14 feet of the basket games one and two, only 28.3 games three through five. They're a, they're a team that is predicated on dribble penetration, kicking it out to open shooters. They have not gotten the dribble penetration, so now all it is is isolation three-point shots, and it's just not working. On top of which, they have no answer for the Los Angeles Clippers defensively. The Clippers have averaging 33, 33.3 attempts at 14 feet. They're shooting nearly 60%. Those are matchups that even without Kawhi Leonard, you can still replicate if you're the Los Angeles Clippers, and I don't think the market has caught up to that. So I think they have a really good shot to do it. Danny, I think the matchup still exists for them. Even if Mike Conley comes back, I think they have a really good, relatively good shot. So if I'm picking a side, I'd probably see Clippers back at home to close this thing out. But the way I'm invested in both ends, I think I'll be fine to that to watch. I'm with you. Kind of leaning toward the Clippers, but that'll be a fun one. We'll see how healthy Donovan Mitchell is as well. That's something to keep an eye on. But, JVT, my man, appreciate you joining us. Keep up the great work, and best luck with those bets tonight. All right, thanks, man. See you later. At me, JVT, where you can follow him along on Twitter. Catch him hosting Hardwood Handicappers, available on VEASAN. Check it out, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And if you missed it earlier, we just got some good bets from JBT. In summation for some of our bets, the game tonight going with Giannis under 52.5 points, rebounds, and assists, minus 113. Baseball-wise, Rockies, Brewers, first three innings under 3.5 runs. And then tomorrow night, Clippers Jazz over 219. I will be out. Jeff Parles out on the West Coast filling in. Thank you for joining us tonight. Best of luck with your bets. Take care. Enjoy the weekend from all of us here at VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.